presented by AfterBuzz TV and hosted by Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman, this is X-Pac 12360. And now your host, WWE Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman. Welcome to X-Pac 12360, everyone. We're back. Yes. It's been a <laughs> Yeah. Just got back from Orlando on Sunday. How was it? Oh, it was, I hadn't gone since what was it September or something or yeah, October maybe. Mm. I think it might have. Been. Anyways, I'd been gone for I hadn't been there in a couple months, mm. and so I missed it. And um, was there for a week and got to get you know. Um, I have some like little personal pet projects around there. I get yeah, to totally. dig, dig back into. Um, also got to see. You know how great some of uh, our after buzzers are doing down there. Yeah, right. Yeah, Laquasto. Yeah, nice. Yeah, our former co-host here. Um, yeah, he's doing more and more commentary, and they they really like him. And and why wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. And that you was know? one of his strong suits that he was doing at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood for a long time. Yeah. So oh, like, yeah, commentary. Yeah, so I, I'm really yeah. happy that he's getting that opportunity to showcase that. And, yeah. and Mark Donica, of course, our, man, our engineer. That's Mark. And always used to, you know, pop in the, on the show from the booth, <laughs> and uh, um, he worked. He worked really hard on the show. Well, that, everyone that's worked worked on the show here. Mm. Um, I'm just I'm really happy for him. He's doing great down there, and uh, you know they have him going out like he's traveling when they go out of town and stuff. And he was really tired, tired as fuck. And <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, you okay?" I'm just tired. <laughs> right. That's good though. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. Have, I guess yeah. the old yeah. days. I remember those days All having right. Mark here. Yeah, and you know, um, it's just it's a great. It was great for for his. His life has has changed so much for the better, right? Yeah, and I'm really happy for him. Um, and just you know, all the talent. Yeah, yeah, and that's my got, friends. That's got to be cool coming back yeah. after a while and seeing kind of those pet projects that you saw and how sure. they kind of progressed and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did you fall back in easily into those pet projects? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, because I didn't like. I only had a couple, and uh, some of them seemed to be moving on to. Do other things, nice. and uh, yeah. So I'm going to. Um, I have a few. Like next time I go, I'm going to go on the end of February. Nice, uh, so uh, this month, and you know I have some some new folks that I'm gonna I'm gonna mentor. Very cool, yeah. and some of the same ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, priest pr- like priest. He's one of my. <laughs> Guys, because I knew him and Riddle from the Monster Factory. Oh, sure. Man, what a match he had with Dijak. Yeah. You know? And Dijak looked really good out there. Um, really upped his game on on the selling and just the stuff that is really important in between the moves that mm-hmm. I talk about. And mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they do great moves, it's easy to, to not, you know, you can fall back on all the great moves. Moves you do, right. and you know, get you can sometimes get by on letting that other stuff slip, right? But these days, here's the thing, and I'm telling people this you know, um, especially down there, um, the NXT, 
you might be special and great in the ring on like when you go do an independent show, you stand out, but being great in the ring does not, uh, it's not special. Right. Everyone's great in the ring down there. Yeah. So you have to have that other shit like to, to really stand out because there's so many guys that do such amazing stuff in the ring. And, um, and yeah, you can still really uh, get lost in the shuffle down there if that's all you have. Right. Yeah, I've always compared it to like acting. Like you can deliver a line great, but if you look at greats and you see what they're mm-hmm. doing in between lines, like yeah, it's it's. I've always kind of thought about that. Yeah. So I tell people, find like the the wrestler that that is over as fuck. I mean, so over with the people. But you're not a fan of theirs. Like, you don't think they're very good in the ring or whatever. That's who you want to watch to get better. Mm-hmm. Not the guys you're fans of, like, because they do your style. Because uh, because there's there's something. There's something. There's some reason why that person's so fucking over when they're just mediocre in the ring. Sure. And that's what you need to study. That's really interesting. I hadn't heard that before to fall to, you know, study the person that you may not be the world's biggest fan of, but they're the person that's getting over. Yes. Uh, when yeah. did you come up with that and why is that something that you tell them? Because people like to just watch the stuff they're fans of. You know, and they fall oh I'm tape study, I'm gonna go like watch tape. Does yeah, that keep just, you in a bubble? Uh maybe. Yeah, Maybe I imagine that might be yeah, a long way of putting it. It would probably breed complacence for sure. If but you're it's just, just watching, yeah, yeah. It's just you're having, you're going to have less. Um, like so, if you're there, you're already good at that stuff, mm-hmm. right? That you're watching. Yeah, you know. I mean, not mind you. There's some guys like there's some guys that are considered cruiserweights or whatever that are really fucking uh, charismatic and they they're great at that all the in between stuff. Sure, uh, but you know. I wouldn't limit myself just to the stuff I'm a fan of as far as style-wise. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, I love this sort of like almost seem, – it seems like this kind of mini division that NXT has built where it's these huge guys that are doing incredible yeah. things between Keith Lee and Damian Priest and Dijak mm-hmm. and, and Killian Dane. Those kind of like – it's a very yeah. interesting kind of like um, – It's getting crowded down there. Yeah, or I can imagine. Yeah, I, I hate to say this. Because you don't want it, but like the, they need to thin the herd out down there. Right. Really. I mean, yeah, I hate to say it like that, but um, yeah. Really but that crowded. must be hard, though, especially if they give you, you, you mentioned how there's a lot of people with talent down, down there. So seeing, you know, all the possibilities that could be yeah. and having to let some of those people go, maybe spread their wings elsewhere. Yeah, because it's really hard because there are some people that have been there a while and. They're just not going to get it. And there's some people that have been there a while, and it's just, in my opinion, um, you know, there's different ways of teaching somebody the same thing, uh, different ways of articulating things. And sometimes we just, we fail at that Mm. as coaches and teachers, you know, figuring out exactly how to to get through. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, there are. I mean, I, how you explain something to somebody? Obviously, I right. think this goes without saying, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm getting kind of 
authenticity. So what you're saying is that there's <laughs> some too. people that aren't picking up certain things that have been there for a while. Yeah. And then there's some people that obviously clearly are as we're seeing them because yeah. they're going. Because okay, there so, are certain names that we know that have been there for a while and then other people that just get there and they're zooming past it. Yes. And they're on TV and yes. et cetera. They're and moving it can forward. Be, and that can be an it. Like it can really uh, for somebody to see other people zooming right past them. It right. could be hard. Yeah. It can be hard. They've been there a while. And especially if they have a problem being honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and not like being able to look in the mirror and see, you know, an accurate reflection. It's really hard to get better when you're not self aware. Sure, yeah. You know, so. What was I so- You were just kind of talking about like weeding out the talent in terms of yeah. kind of probably getting some rid of some people because there's too yeah. many people down there. Yeah. And that's that's but, well, I know what I was going to say. Like, okay, I'm going to use Big E, for example. He was down there four years. And it was at the point where, man, there's nothing's going to – but now look at him. You know, he's con- he has been seriously considered to have the, you know, the main title yeah. at one point. So and and deservedly so. Like I mean, he's he's done great, and, and it just something wasn't, you know, something wasn't clicking for about right. four years. Right. But thank God you didn't give up on the guy, right? Yeah, and that so was, it's that hard. Was... What I'm saying is it's hard to figure out which ones you need to take more time with, and which ones you just got to go. Eh. Right. Because sorry, yeah. you're a great person. You work hard, but you're just not getting it. Right. That was the great thing about about the new day, about the whole new day when it started. Is just all three of those guys were people that 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 people thought were you know might have been on the chopping block, and yeah. now you know five five years later, it's yeah. it's it's crazy to see what's happened and how things have changed. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating for me because I know that if I was at ringside, whether I was in the in the corner as a tag partner or you know in the ring with them as an opponent or even you know um, just on the fl- on the floor in the corner, being able to shout instructions, right? Speed up, slow down, da da da, get on them, da da. You're you like know. a corner man. Yeah. Yes, it's it, it's so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're right there in the moment to be able to correct things in real time is, oh, my God, it's, it makes a huge difference. Right. That's so fascinating that, that, yeah, something like that that's present in so many other sports can't really logistically mm. work in, in pro wrestling. Yeah. So uh, they, were, they do these shows at the PC called mm. PC Live. It's just like the one, the really new inexperienced talent. Mm. And, uh, and mixed in, you know, some have had some matches here and there, but. Um, yeah, I actually sat in the front row. They had Special Olympics athletes there for the show. Oh, cool! So I was sitting in the front row with one of the with the athletes because he reckoned he's like, I got you in my video game, and he was excited. <laughs> so I went and sat down next to him. Awesome. Um, but so I sat through one of the matches, and I found myself was it, it was actually Jake Atlas and Joaquin Wild. Oh, cool! Yeah, aka DJZ. Yeah. So I was actually caught myself like you know. Shouting out instructions like that. Fire up, fire da, da. And he was like, you know, Atlas, Atlas was listening. How yeah. was Atlas doing? Uh, really good. Really good. He had an excellent match on the uh, the weekend's live event with, uh, excellent. I mean, relatively speaking, because Ridge Holland is, is really mm. a, a new talent. Huge potential. He, uh, he's going to be a huge star. Yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, uh-uh. Yeah. Um, I think Marty, St- Marty, Marty Stone. 
anyways. Um, sorry, you guys. I'm having a brain fart here. But right. you were talking about Atlas and how he was doing. Yeah, yeah. His match. He said that it was good. Yeah, except for the one at the PC Live. He was. I felt. <laughs> he tried to do this spot, like uh, right, like the one of the first shine spots was like this handstand spot, and it got oh, sure. bumbled up. Oh, and no. I'm just like, don't ever do that again. Right. Aww, <laughs> darn. <laughs> no, I think it, it because you know when you fuck up, like the first thing is you know it's yeah. downhill from there. Well, it's just hard. Like it's just you know, yeah. To to really recover and get things back on track, and right. you know the vibe, like and everything nice. You know, yeah. in the pocket, so to speak, you, it kind of knocks you out of the pocket a little bit. Yeah, when you if, fuck up like that. If something like that happens in the middle, it's one thing. Yeah. But if it's either at the very beginning or the very yeah. end, that could really. Yeah, but know. the thing is, is like even if it worked, it wasn't something they do in NXT. It right. was like really too much. Like, sure. Um, then I just said, eh. And then like so, he had this match with Rich Holland, and really good, good stuff. What yeah. Can- Atlas does some things that are very creative because he has that cheerleading background. So he's able right. to do things like what you say with the, mm-hmm. with the handstand and all of that. And it's really impressive. I yeah. When I saw him last at PCW Ultra, I was seeing him do some stuff where I was like, I haven't seen that before. And, you know, everything came across, you know, very nice and very crisp. Yeah. So it is very interesting to see what he's going to take from, from what I've seen and apply, you know, now to WWE. Yeah. That's going to be pretty exciting to see. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard to see things that are new in wrestling, but when you get guys with kind of unique backgrounds, like with cheerleading, when when Morrison was really blowing up, when people realized he had that parkour background, that's when you start seeing stuff that yep. you've never seen before, which is so hard to do. So uh, one of the guys that uh, one of the young guys that's down at NXT and he's coming up, and he didn't have any prior experience before coming there, but he's second generation. Oh wow! His name is Cal Bloom. And uh, his father is Wayne the Train Bloom. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of the Destruction Crew, one of Beverly Brothers. I was going to say he teamed with Mike Enos, yeah? Yeah. And and Wayne is very, like, he's kind of a, not extremely tall, but, like, tall dude, you know, 6'4". Very lanky, though. Uh, and very, very deceiving because he was one of the strongest guys in the world in his day. Oh, wow. Yeah, him and, he and Barry Darso. Uh, from demolition, yeah, um, they they had the the two man deadlift record, world world record, yeah. Oh wow! And Wayne himself had like a seven hundred and some pound deadlift, which is huge for yeah. a guy a guy like that. And but, yeah, he wasn't yeah he wasn't really like a huge looking yeah, guy or anything. No. But he was a badass. Like in a lot of those guys, um, it was so it was great to see him, man. Like. W- He's one of the guys that was at my bachelor party, um, along with like the Row Warriors and Kurt Hannick and Darso. And <laughs> it was just, you know, so it brings back memories, yeah. like coming up, you know, me, I, you know, all these big badasses. You hear these stories of the Minneapolis guys and, you know, bouncing at Grandma B's and Rick Rude and, you know, all this shit. And, and, you know, I go up there and I'm just this kid, right? 18 years old, skinny kid. And like, you know, I'm doing my best at like, run with these guys, you know, I'm fighting in bars and fucking, you know, just trying to fit in, you know? Right. Uh, and that was just really cool to, to see him and he's doing good. He looked good and his, he did a good job raising his son. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. Wayne was a bit, a bit much sometimes, but his son <laughs> is fucking nothing like him. That's hilarious. <laughs> he's a great kid.
Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. When you go down to the PC, do you have any preference on which guys you want to work with in terms of like what levels they're at? No. Or you just feel comfortable with anybody? Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just, they have to, they have to have their ears open. I I just, at this point in my life and uh, with the patience, I, 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 I have tons of patience if you're really like taking it in. Yeah, but like if you're like yeah the yeah but I call it yeah but and Costello. (laughs) (laughs) Next, I'm done with you. I'm fucking done with you. Yeah. So, I just don't. I just don't have like. They got to be coachable. Yeah. And not think they already know what the fuck's up. Because here's the thing, I thought I knew what was up when I came to work there. Because you know you you get this status on the independent scene and you're one of the best guys on that scene so you think you know and then I got WWF and I realized I didn't know shit right. relatively speaking right like wow. all like I really didn't know how to work I, I did the best I could all of us did the best we could you know figuring things out on our own with a little bit of you know uh, you know advice and you know shit like that but really, when you're out there with guys your own experience, you're fucking figuring that shit out on your own. Right. You know, there's all kinds of mistakes when you look back. Once you know what you're doing and you look back at your old matches, like, oh. Because other people look at that match and they're loving it. And and you're seeing all the mistakes and all the things you should have done different. And it's, fuck. Oh. Just cringing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah, totally. Um, so you're going back in uh, late February, yeah. which is really just a couple of weeks yeah. away. Do you think you're going to be going more, more, more often? Yeah. Hoping oh, to? Yeah. yeah. Then I'm going to have a little class. Like little class, I do a little short, like nice. small class. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get any details on no. that? Or no? Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. All right. <laughs> well, maybe later on we will. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you want to add anything else, or did you want to move forward, or? Um, I you know me. If I think of something, I'll shoehorn it in somewhere, yeah. even if it doesn't fit. All right. Well, obviously, you know, we were gone for two weeks, so a lot happened in that time. And one of the things that we did want to talk about was a lot happened at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. One of them being the return of Edge. Uh, it was this great, big, grand moment. I'm sure you everybody noticed the second that he walked out, stared out into the open, looking at everybody's faces. You yeah. can really tell that he had been through hell and back to get to that point. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on Edge's return? I... Um, I thought he looked great. Yeah. His body looks good. You know, his, um, he's got wear and tear on his face that fucking, I think looks good. It looks great. <laughs> you know, yeah. a little bit of gray in the beard and just, you know, um, I, I dig it. I, I feel bad for AJ, AJ out there trying to make him look good. Yeah. Not just fault. No, uh-uh. You know, um, no, just... I I know 
Um, I've been there. I've been. I didn't have to retire. Um, like he did right mm. at the, you know. Top of, I mean, he, I think he just won the title the night before, right? And then he retires the next yeah. day or something like that. Yeah, right? I think he had defended it. Yeah, against him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I've obviously uh, people. Uh, most people know I've, you know, cervical fusion and a lot of issues like 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 he's had. And right. So, um, you know, it's it's hard when somebody's telling because I've been told I was told at time. Oh, you're done. You know, and that's fucking awful, man. Start crying and sure. You know, uh, then once uh, once I I, 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 just, I just remember that when when it was told to me and like once I got over the being upset, I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. I'm not done. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's wrestling. Sure. You know, um, but. Yeah, it was it's it's surreal to to see him after. I mean, the fact that it's been almost a decade. It's, you know, you're seeing him in there with guys that you never thought you'd you'd see him in there against. Things change. Like your body has a chance to heal and it's amazing. Like even without surgery, it's amazing sometimes what the body can do and how it can heal. Right. And, um yeah, so I don't know his details if like I haven't seen his MRIs or I don't know like exactly what the well, he cut a I know really, he had stenosis, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. He cut a really interesting promo the night after on Raw because he comes out here and he basically talks about the roadmap that brought him to this point to get yeah. here, how nothing's going to keep him down. And he had this amazing line where he just said, I have grit. And I think that that hit a lot of people because, you know, we hear these stories so many times of people that that's it. They're told they cannot come back. I don't think when we found out that, you know, Edge was retiring that any of us ever thought that he would be back. I know I didn't. Right. So it was pretty interesting to sort of see him come back. And now his feud with Randy Orton is having everybody talking. Uh, they played a video package yesterday on Raw, uh, highlighting so far what they have done. And it was one of the most serious uh, storylines that we've had in a really long time where I think the fans yeah. have been uh, really, the fans are really excited based on everything that I have been reading on Twitter about and it's this. Like, and it's good for, for Randy too because it brings some extra excitement out in him that, you know, like I don't think uh, any other potential feud could. Right, right. Yeah, when 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 Edge makes his entrance at Mania, that is going to be a huge, huge, very emotional moment. Hmm. All right. Now, one of the other, I guess you can say, I don't know if you want to call it emotional moment, but we're mm-hmm. talk about this. Sure. Definitely an emotional moment. Just won the Royal Rumble, Drew McIntyre. Mm. Uh, I think that was the guy that most people wanted, but probably didn't expect to actually take it home all the way. But he got a very, very nice reception when he won that. And now he's challenging Brock for the title. Yeah. So it was about two years ago. When Maybe. we had him on the show? Or? No, when I I predicted that within two years he'd be main eventing <laughs> WrestleMania. Do you guys remember that at uh, all? I, I think that you was before my time on the show. You mentioned it on the podcast. On Twitter, I tweet, it was mainly a tweet, okay. but we're not going to be able to find that tweet because <laughs> I had to, Denise delete all my fucking <laughs> tweets. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you, Denise. You're welcome. Um, I'm off Twitter, but yeah, everyone. I'm told. I mean, my account still goes, and like, there's. I think you post up for the show, right? Well, yeah. Well, we haven't had a show yeah. since, so but, right. Like, <laughs> so I just, you know, for anyone that's wondering, 
that hasn't read my last tweet, like, I'm just done with it. It just isn't worth it. Right. You know, because even if you're not looking, then people go, oh, put the filter on and all this and that. It still comes through. Right. It still comes through, and it's just not worth it. And I miss it. I miss a lot about Twitter. But the negatives fucking far outweigh the positives for me. I'm too... Uh, um, just shit that doesn't even have anything to do with me. Right. You know, I let in and I let affect me and like suffering of people, you know, it fucking kills me. So I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking done with it. Uh, Instagram is just fine. Right. There you go. <laughs> You're like an Instagram such a now. much nicer place. <laughs> I see the same people when they post on Instagram, you think it's a different person. Right. It's like fucking, they go on Twitter and like, switch happens. They turn into an asshole. Everybody has a different personality. They got their Facebook personality, (laughs) which is Facebook's the worst for politics. And Mm. Twitter, Instagram, then a Snapchat personality. Everybody's got a different personality on every single uh, platform. Is that the Dolly Parton thing? The Dolly Parton challenge, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a nice way of putting it. Amazing. Um, so, but yeah, so yeah, Drew McIntyre. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think this is the first time in years where I feel everybody was genuinely on the same page and happy and excited yeah. for this guy. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's 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 surprising, and I'm sure that there were you know various other reasons, but it just it's surprising that it, it took even even this long yeah. since since he kind of came back and and got. Called they got to be careful though, right? When they do something like. That thing where they like just had him beat those both OC guys, yeah. that kind of shit. I know what you're trying to do there, but it'll backfire. Right? It's like okay, like okay, now we're shoving this guy down our throats, and like you, it's a fucking fine line you got to walk yeah. when it comes to that. Once people know you're the chosen one, everything changes. Right? Yeah, but, no, that's a great point for sure. Well, so far he's had this the second uh, second raw since the rumble, and yesterday uh, he he essentially beat Mojo Raleigh just like this. Um, and the pe- how the people that bum, yeah. Oh, they liked the promo and all of that. You know, they were really behind him. Especially there's this part where he basically, you know, he puts over the claymore, which they've been doing very yeah. consistently and very well. And then he just looks at Mojo and says, "Oh, I forgot you were there." And oh, then he basically says, "I'm going to end you like." Quickly, and then he does. And how so do the people react? They like it. Okay, good. They're happy. They're cheering. All right. That's what I got. Sounds I didn't get anything then. different from that. So, uh, I mean, honestly, with the way that this is going so far, I'm liking it, but it's going to be very interesting to see how they keep the momentum hot for yeah. him. I want to see more Mojo. I was, bu- I was bummed that happened to Mojo, but yeah. whatever. Mm. <laughs> what else? Uh, we have that, and then uh, one of the other things that we want to talk about, or we should probably mention, is that Charlotte Flair will be on NXT this Wednesday, and she is going to be answering Rare Ripley's uh, challenge whether or not she's going to go for the title. Uh, okay. I so that, is that what they're looking for? Uh, that's definitely what the fans want, and I think that's the direction okay. that they're going in because they're already teasing it. Hmm. And I feel like that would probably be the most freshest opponent, uh, freshest opponent for Charlotte, where the fans are actually engaged and care about this match. And it's just that's that's what people want to see. Well, that's what I want to see. Yeah. I hope uh, if I just I hope that if they. They got something really special with Rhea, obviously. And um, when you have plans for somebody like that, um, I just I hope they follow through with them. 
And I hope that uh, if that's a mat, like, uh, figure out how to say this right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's important, like, like if, with the momentum she has, like, um, if she needs to win that, right? Yeah, she needs to win that, and um, Shayna Baszler needed should have won the, the Royal Rumble. Um, and and she didn't and and I don't want to say somebody deserved it because like sure. it's whoever it's what makes the most sense business wise. Yeah, exactly. And that made that I just felt bad for Shayna. Everything was great. They handled her title title reign. This is one of the best title reigns I've, I've seen in years mm-hmm. on television. Uh, men's women's anything whatever. Right. Just a, and she's an amazing champion. And to see her derailed like that, I. I it's a shame, and I and I'm I'm disappointed to see that, because I don't I don't um, I don't begrudge anyone going in and lobbying and fighting for themselves. I'm disappointed in the decision makers, right? Bound to it. And I think that was one of the things, though, for the Royal Rumble itself, and I know I mentioned this on the Fightful podcast, was that that was the thing with the Women's Royal Rumble is that when Charlotte did win, it didn't have that pop that you necessarily right. have because it was somebody that, you know, we've seen Charlotte in the title picture. We've yeah. already seen it, been there, sort of done that, and, you know, love Charlotte, but I think we were expecting somebody different yeah. to go ahead and take that. And I, that's that's one of the beauties of the Royal Rumble is that we want to see, you know, that guy or gal that... You you know, it's on the precipice of, you know, really getting to the top, but just hasn't had that moment yet. Yeah, and, man. you know, so it would have been somebody preferably like a Shayna or, you know, somebody that we haven't really seen in that, in that it's spot. It's just business-wise, yeah. it was, I mean, yeah. Um, all right, next. <laughs> all right, well, those are our topics that we have for right now. Yeah. Uh, I know we'll probably have some more later on next week. We'll go from there. And um, that's pretty much what we have for today, all unless right. you guys want to add cool. anything else. Um, um, I don't know. Am I missing something? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's now? it's it's gonna be it's gonna be back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, A lot I hope of people have been sending DMs asking yeah. about the show and what's going on with yeah, the show. Yeah, I bet. Like but it's kind of like what the hell's going an on with you guys, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I apologize to everyone that's that's uh, faithful listener and, and watcher, you know, because um, a lot of people, it is kind of their, that little thing they throw on in the background. Or it helps them get through, you know, one, of their, one of their days. Right. or Yeah. And, and, and I'm grateful that we can be that for them. Yeah. So I'd like to be a little bit more consistent. We'll see how that works. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, Ty, you wanted to mention one thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for If you're a wrestling fan in L.A., uh, this coming Friday, February 7th, Ted DiBiase and Hacksaw Jim Duggan will be telling stories at the Pack Theater, 9 o'clock and 10.30. Uh, then Saturday night, my show, JWC, will be there. There will be Marquee Extreme, Gentleman Jervis, Ray Rosas, all that kind of stuff. So if you're a wrestling fan, check out the Pack Theater at Pack Theater, all on social media, all that stuff. Cool. Awesome. I have an upcoming interview with Scorpio Sky this Saturday. You guys can check it out. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. All right. We'll see you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. 
So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily producers. reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Sean Waltman, and the entire XPOC 12360 staff, thank you for tuning in to XPOC 12360.